interesting question this week about Harry Potter. Christianity Today states that the literary witchcraft of Harry Potter series has almost no resemblance to the I Am God mumbo-jumbo of Wiccan circles. I like the books. Should I see the film? Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm responding, in a sense, from a position of ignorance because I haven't read the books, nor have I seen the film. So you might just say, well, Victor, you should just sit down and be quiet. On the other hand, I've been involved in so many discussions... Everybody seems to be talking about it. Even my daughter, I was talking with her last night and she said, Dad, I just wish you'd stop talking about Harry Potter because everyone at school's talking about it and I'm fed up with it. But it is a big issue. You know, it's been a big blockbuster film. Um, the books have been very, very popular with adults and with children. And the Christian circles, some of them, as uh, this person has quoted from Christianity Today, think the books are, are, are fun. Yes, there's some witchcraft and things in there, but does that matter? Others are very, very gravely concerned, and, uh, you know, we've we've got to get the balance between the two. The ones who are gravely concerned, Richard Abaines is, is one of those, uh, and um, he's written a book called Harry Potter and the Bible, which uh, we can certainly send listeners a section of if they'd like to read it. Um, but he is very, very critical. He says that while J.K. Rowling's herself doesn't believe in witchcraft or in the occult, but she's done so much research on the subject just to make sure that her, her books are kind of accurate to life that these tendencies come through anyway. Um, and he points out that, you know, we should be very, very careful about reading her because it may start people on that slippery slide towards a fascination with, with things to do with witchcraft and, and with the occult. Um, we could go even further than that. David Edelstein, who's a movie critic for Slate.com, I was reading his review. Now, he's actually a guy who loves Harry Potter. You know, he, he confessed uh, getting the books and reading all the first four books in one weekend. He was just in, you know, entrapped by it. He thought it was wonderful. Went and saw the film, found it very disappointing because he felt that the, the magic of the books hadn't come through in the film. Right at the end of his review, he has a very interesting little quote. Uh, Criticising the film in comparison with how good he felt the books were, he said, If it was all you knew, you'd have no idea that Rowling's universe is such a subversively pagan one, that under all the starch and twinkle is a barely containable rage of the de demonic energy that went into creating Harry Potter's world. Uh, so if that's coming from a, from a secular critic, maybe Christians should be a little careful. You know, we've all been uh, used to the books that we read at infants, and it usually begins with Once Upon a Time and ends with They Lived Happily Ever After. Fairy tales, if you please. Um, and we're none the worse for that, because we know that those stories simply aren't true. Uh, isn't this book we're talking about now, or this film, very, very similar to books and uh, like what we used to read, where there's really nothing serious about it whatsoever? I, I, I think um, J.K. Rowling would say that that's definitely the case. Um, she's just written it as a good rip-roaring tale, and um, it's good. It's got children reading when uh, children have moved into a TV and video game age, and you know, educators will say that's a very good thing. Certainly, I don't agree with those Christians who have been portrayed in the press as just being negative about everything and that you shouldn't read, you know, about uh, Little Red Riding Hood or any of those fairy tales. 
those books to me you know children can can differentiate between fantasy and you know what's what's serious what's real life unless they get so absorbed into it and, and sucked into that kind of world and that's something that has to be has to be watched i mean i used to read books as a child that that were fiction and yet it was very clear to me this isn't something i'm going to go and do myself and i think we can differentiate between the two uh, in terms of harry potter i think the advice that i i kind of came down to in the end and uh, is the advice i would take with my own children is if they want to read the books i'd let them read them um, but i'd probably read them with them and even if they were reading it on their own in the bedroom then maybe afterwards i i would say well how did you get on with the book what do you think about it what about the concepts that have come out in there uh, and maybe yes even on a spiritual basis we could then say well you know how does harry potter's world compare with the the good and evil and the battle between good and evil that we see in the bible can we draw some lessons from that and we can then actually take something that is perhaps fairly neutral and gain a spiritual discussion and move that child's christian experience forward through what's happening on the school playground and what people are talking about at school my question would be how would we gauge the neutrality of something in this context because uh, it could be towards one end of that neutral scale that perhaps is a trigger as you rightly said earlier on of somebody going down that slide how are people to know um, exactly um, what could start a trigger because I've also heard in another instant that the book actually portrays very real events that take place in the life of a witch's coven for instance Yes, and I, I think um, there's some truth in that. Her research has been very careful in the way she's portraying things. And and there is a very real problem in schools today. I mean, my, my son goes to a, a Christian school, uh, and a very good Christian school, yet he's got friends in his class who confess that they're witches or, or wickers. It's a, it's a difficult problem. So if we want to be very cautious, then maybe we should say, yes, you shouldn't read those books at all. I'm personally of the opinion that it's not wise to shelter our children too much from what's happening in the rest of the world i know you know from my personal experience i i grew up in a very very conservative christian family and i wasn't allowed to watch te television at home so i went round to my friends and watched it and then my parents didn't know what i was watching when i left home and eventually got a television of my own i find it very hard to control because i hadn't learnt the skills growing up to differentiate between what I should watch and what I shouldn't. And I think the same can come with a book like Harry Potter. If my child wants to read it, probably the worst thing I can do is say no. Um, probably a better option is to say let's read it together uh, and then raise a discussion from it. And yes, we can point out the very negative things that are in there as well as the very positive things that can come as well. And that's going to help that child develop the ability to make choices for themselves. However, you know, if, if you wanted me to throw a Bible text at you, and I think, you know, we can evaluate literature on that basis, even literature that has negative things in it, um, Philippians 4 verse 8 is very good in making choices about what we want to do in our lives. Whatsoever things are true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, if anything's excellent or praiseworthy, think about those things. Now, you know, that's Philippians 4 and verse 8. That's not saying never think about anything else, but let's focus our minds more on the positive and even in the positive stories there's negative things come in even in the bible you can find plenty of of negative things that have to be dealt with have to be discussed we, we're in a real world here and, and 
I'll take Harry Potter in that kind of context. <laughs>